At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is our number two of the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. We've got a tremendous second hour for you as we're going to be talking lots of baseball with what we've got coming up for Sunday. And then on top of that, we're going to be hitting the Formula One scene as well as Mikhail Miranda does a terrific job as our in-house Formula One expert. He is going to be joining me in about 45 minutes or so, 8.45 p.m. Pacific time. He is the host of the Racing Lines podcast. You're able to find that wherever you get your podcast. It's within the gone racing feed over here at vsin.com so we're gonna be chatting about that and we're gonna be chatting about what we've all been seeing with regards to the diamonds and we're gonna be starting with a game that right now with regards to the sunday slate i should say we're gonna be starting with a game that right now the game for saturday night that is going on between the minnesota twins and the arizona diamondbacks they're just entering into the top of the fourth by the way with the diamondbacks currently losing by kind of six to zero so we're going to turn it forward to Sunday here with 9:29, 9:30. Relative pick'em game here with slight favorite of the Minnesota Twins being anywhere between minus 115 and minus 120. And Chris Archer on the mound. Meanwhile, Merrill Kelly is going to be on the bump for Arizona. And this is a total that it is currently a nine and a half, and starting to come down in some places to a nine. So you probably want to dive in on this right now if you like what I like, which is the under end. When it comes to years in the Diamondbacks, you can find them anywhere between even money. Seeing as high as a plus 108 out there as well, but I really do like this total under. We are seeing right now a little bit of a dismantling of our good friend Luke Weaver, and 
have no fear because Merrill Kelly is a little bit more trustworthy than Luke Weaver. Weaver, a guy that is making his first true start of the season. His last appearance there wound up being an opener in for him. But you do take a look at what you've been able to get out of Merrill Kelly thus far this season. And he's been a pretty rock solid guy. He always winds up having bigger home and road splits as well. This is someone that he's got his ERA more than a full point lower at home rather than on the road. And I think that it's going to continue to be true to form because you take a look at Merrill Kelly. You want it coming over prior to the 2019 season. His road ERA for his career right around a 494, 350 career home ERA. And his strikeouts to walk rate that is right around a 4.04 whenever he's at home. On the road, it lowers to a 2.08. So it's nearly double. That is absolutely insane. That is a big giant split. And you've also got an Arizona Diamondbacks team that they've got very intriguing home and road splits when it comes to their offense as well in that at home, they're averaging 0.85 home runs per game on the road, 1.47. The ball has not really been flying out in Arizona. And for the Minnesota Twins, the lone trepidation that you might have is that you're going to be seeing the bullpen quite a bit in this game. Chris Archer has yet to go more than five innings thus far this season, but the one thing I will say about Chris Archer in four out of his last five starts, one earned run or fewer. So he's been a pretty rock solid guy. He's given up two earned runs or fewer and now 10 out of his 12 total starts thus far this season. And the Minnesota Twins do have quite a few guys that are able to go multiple innings and are able to do a relatively solid job of doing so. Yuan Duran, you're able to throw in their Griffin Jacks as well. Both of these guys are averaging a little bit over an inning per appearance. And both of these guys have an ERA of a 259 or better. So that helps us team out a little bit. They wound up getting back Emilio Pagan, who was on the injured list for quite a bit as well. So him coming back, that winds up being able to help out this bullpen. And for the Arizona Diamondbacks, with them currently being down 6-0, this actually works a little bit in favor of the under as well. Because you got to figure that more of the trustworthy bullpen guys, like a Joe Manette Tipley, like a Sean Poppin, these guys are not going to be used up. And instead, they're going to be using guys like... Caleb Smith, J.B. Wendell, Ken, Noe Ramirez. These guys that have north of a 4-5 ERA, so that should be able to work in their advantage as well. And when it comes to the Seraphs on the Diamondbacks team, just in general, they just have not been able to put that to ball. They're hitting about a 215 to a 220 as a collective at home. That is one of the worst marks out there in the big leagues. And you did wind up seeing with the Minnesota Twins, I fully expect them to be back for Sunday. But Byron Buxton wound up getting the day off in this one. They haven't needed Byron Buxton in this one to this point as they're currently up by kind of 6-0 in the fourth inning. But certainly that is always something that you want to be taking a look at. And Quito Marte, he has been having a little bit of a rough go of it as well. He wound up being out of the starting lineup tonight. He's been dealing with a little bit of an ailment. So that winds up hurting this bunch. And you just take a look at the years on the Diamondbacks and the starting lineup that they trotted out there for this game. Two guys currently they're above a 250 for the season. So that certainly is a little bit of an issue there. And for the Minnesota Twins, with having the injuries that they've had, it has depleted them a little bit. So I do think that you're going to be able to get a relatively good start here out of Merrill Kelly. I do think that Chris Archer is going to go his four to five innings and then bullpen from there going to be able to come in. They're going to be able to provide a little bit of length. So what I'm giving out here for the DK Nation pick is going to be the under. I also do like in this spot Merrill Kelly. Merrill Kelly has always been significantly better at home than he has been on the road as well. And I do think that this could be a little bit of a good bounce back spot for the Arizona Diamondbacks is right around a pick em slash a slight underdog. So going to be taking a look at the Snakes and my DK Nation write-up. That is going to be for the under. How about if we wind up taking a look at a game that is going to be involving two teams that I think when it's all said and done are out there in the postseason. And this is a team that I talked about a little bit in our number one. 
as that is 9-15-9-16. The New York Yankees, they're on the road facing off against the Toronto Blue Jays. As you say, Kikuchi is going to be on the mound for the Jays. And Luis Severino is on the bump for the Yankees. And if you're wanting to take a look at a line move, you've certainly got one here as the Yankees. They wound up opening up as a favorite of about a minus 120. You've seen them go up to, in a lot of places, a minus 140. I'm seeing as high as a minus 155 at DraftKings. And your total on this game is nine, shaded to the under with the under juice in a lot of places right around about a minus 120. And I do think that we're starting to get a little bit out of whack. I personally wound up taking an early number on the New York Yankees because I did think that, man, this is probably going to wind up going up a little bit. Little did I know that from the DraftKings opener that we wound up seeing of minus 120, that we would now be up to a minus 155 here. But that is where we're at right now. And if you're taking a look at a run line with regards to the New York Yankees, you're still able to find that in a lot of places right around about a plus 115-ish. I'm seeing in some places even closer to about a plus 120. And with the Yankees run line, if you're able to get north of a plus 120, I do think that you've got a little bit of value there as well. So if you want to missing the boat on the money line, there's that for you. But just take a look at this New York Yankees team. They are now, I believe, 49-16. and 16 And just everyone's been able to fire in all cylinders. And Luis Severino, who hasn't had a big sample size last few seasons, he's just had injury after injury. He has come back this year, and he's been giving up right around two walks per nine innings. You do have your trepidations with him on the road, as he's not quite as good on the road as he is at a, as as he is at home. As his ERA winds going up about a full point, but he certainly has been able to do a nice job of being able to hold down the fort. And it's hard to have a lot of faith in Yusei Kikuchi right now. Yusei Kikuchi just has not been terrific for the Toronto Blue Jays, and I don't think I'm saying anything earth-shattering there. As He's got five walks per nine innings. He's got a 480 ERA now. He does get swings and misses. He's able to give you right around 10 strikeouts per nine innings. But I take a look at UC Kikuchi, and out of all the pitchers that you wind up having on a contender that winds up being able to be trotted out there once every fifth day, UC Kikuchi is pretty much a guy that I wind up trusting the least out of darn near all of them because I mean, he winds up giving up just a lot of general contact. He has been giving up the deep ball quite a bit. The command is not necessarily there. That that means that he's not going to give a lot of length. And not giving a lot of length is a little bit of an issue because this is a Toronto Blue Jays team that you've got guys like Trevor Richards, Julian Merriweather that have north of a 6 ERA right now. Jeremy Beasley has been terrible out there in that bullpen. Now, Joe Romano has a closer. He's been able to do a halfway decent job, but you need a lead to be able to get the ball to the closer. And that might not wind up happening in this game. Meanwhile, for the New York Yankees, this team is number two. In terms of bullpen ERA, Clay Holmes has been one of the biggest revelations in baseball this year. He's got a 0.28 ERA, not a 2.80, a 0.28 ERA. It is absolutely insane what we've seen out of him thus far this season. And you're even able to go down the list. Someone like Awani Peralta, he's been able to post up right around a buck 50 ERA. They're going to be without Jack Green for the remainder of the season. He's underwent Tommy John surgery, so that winds up hurting you a little bit. You have been able to get a little bit of something in past years. Jonathan Wiseguy, he's been on the fold as well. But I mean, even with that, you still have guys like Clark Schmidt, Michael King, guys that are able to give you multiple innings, guys that are able to come in and they're able to hold down the fort for the team. And when it comes to this New York Yankees lineup, I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Aaron Judge and Anthony Rizzo have a combined 42 home runs this season. Coming into today, they had a combined 11 more home runs than the Detroit Tigers as a team. It is insane what these guys have been able to do. And then on top of that, while their home runs, 
They aren't solo shots because you've got guys like Gleyber Torres, Isaiah Canera-Falefa, DJ LeMayu are getting on base for the team. Matt Carpenter is sitting at 250 for the team, and now he looks very, very weird without his beard, but and he's been able to do a good job for this team. They just have been able to press all the right buttons, and I do like this total over as well because you do have a Blue Jays lineup that got to figure that they're not going to get shut out in this game, and we have been noticing with the New York Yankees, they've been playing a little bit of higher scoring games. Uh, that is because their offense is just that good, but you still have a tray of guys that have been able to give you double-digit amount of former sitting right around about a 250 to a 270. Boba along with or Jr., Throw in there George Springer as well. And Teoscar Hernandez, ever since he wanted coming off the injured list, he's been able to do a nice job for the team. He, ever since coming off of that IL, he's been hitting right around a 300. You've got Alejandro Kirk, who's been able to give you right around a 385 on base as well. So, I mean, you've got a lot of weapons when it comes to this Blue Jays team. Even someone like a Santiago Espeno has been able to come in. He's been able to do a great job. But this is just a case in which the Yankees are completed at our bulldozer. Now, if you wind up getting up north of a plus 140, then I think that you might be staring at a little bit of value when it comes to the Toronto Blue Jays because this is a number that we've already seen get steamed to high noon after starting out at minus 120, the New York Yankees. And some spots are north of a minus 140 right now. So you probably, if you like the New York Yankees, want to take it now rather than wind up waiting. And if you like the Toronto Blue Jays, probably best to wind up holding off until the morning of the game if you're out here on the West Coast because it's going to be more of a 10.30 a.m. Pacific time First pitch, make yourself a cup of coffee before you wind up being able to place that wager. So that's what I'm taking a look at right there. If you like the Yankees, bet it now. If you like the Blue Jays, wait a little bit. And I do like this total over as well. And coming up next, going to be taking a look at a couple futures because we were hoping for an NBA Game 7. We're not going to be getting that. And we also saw some news in college basketball as well. So we're in the hardwood next right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Are you tired of the same old, same old when it comes to nicotine? Have you been looking, hoping, and wishing for a more satisfying, discreet, or smoke-free way to be able to enjoy nicotine satisfaction? Then look for just three letters. ZYN, Zygna Nicotine Pouches, are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free back alternative. They're available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes with two strengths, so that way 
and easily find satisfaction level that is perfect for you. Zinn is America's number one nickname pouch and is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning that it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over Zinn.com slash find to locate a store that is nearest you. That is ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this is a product that contains nicotine. Nicotine, it is an addictive chemical. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience with myself, Greg Peterson, and, well, we wind up just wind up having the rest of the NBA season wind up getting polished off. For those of you guys that love the WNBA, by the way, someone like a Daniel Avari, probably someone that you want to be following with regards to the WNBA. She does a great job on that front. I tell you right now, I don't have any WNBA for you, unfortunately. I love being able to watch it. I love being able to take a little bit of a break during the summertime when all you have really is baseball. And I love baseball. That is for sure. But at the same time, if you're looking to mix it up, WNBA is terrific. I just don't follow it closely enough. They give you guys too much there. But about if we wind up turning it forward, and by this I mean way forward to what we're going to be seeing next, I guess you call it hoop season with regards to the NBA and also a little bit with regards to college basketball as well. I still run my college basketball podcast, Coast to Coast Hoops, every single day. And right now we're taking a look at low and mid-major conferences with, with regards to conference previews. I do one for all 32 conferences. Whether you love the Big Ten, whether you love the ACC, SEC, or you're looking for something out there in the MEAC. If you're looking at the Big South, the most recent one that I want I'm doing, we're going to have the Big West in the next few days. I'm yeah, you covered. I actually wind up going low to mid-major conferences first in alphabetical order, and then I wind up going with the Power Five. Plus, typically, I wind up throwing the Atlantic 10 in there towards the end as well. I consider them to be a power conference. We could have a conversation until the cows wind up coming home about what is slash is not a power conference. But with that said, I just go by my feel. It is my podcast. But with that said, we wind up doing more of the major conferences towards the end, more of the smaller ones like the America East, the Atlantic Sun, too, that I wound up already doing visa.com slash podcast that you're able to take a look at there. But how about if we wind up taking a look at some futures, all it on the college basketball news that we wind up seeing from Saturday in a few minutes, but the main happenings with regards to the basketball world, we wind up seeing the Golden State Warriors be able to polish off the Boston Celtics in six games. And right now, if you take a look at the futures board at DraftKings, with regards to odds, be able to win the 2023 title, this opened up with regards to the Golden State Warriors being the favorite in a lot of spots. You're going to find variants from book to book, like BetMGM. Right now, they've got the Warriors at plus 550. Right now, at DraftKings, you're able to find them at 6-1. And I have to think that DraftKings wound up taking a little bit of LA Clippers money because right now, I'm seeing them tied with the Boston Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets at 6-1. Meanwhile, over at BetMGM, you're finding the Clippers at a plus 750 Nets and Celtics. They're between plus ones. They're between plus 650 and plus $7. And then if you're looking a little bit further down the board at DraftKings, the Suns are 9-1. to one. And really at both locations, they are at DraftKings. You've got the Milwaukee Bucks at 8-1. to one. Currently at BetMGM, you're finding them plus 750. And then the Mavericks, you're finding them at a 14-1 to one at BetMGM at DraftKings. You're able to find them at 15-1. to one. So always do be shopping around for these prices and the Lakers are finding themselves at 20 to one at DraftKings, 22 to one at BetMGM. We're going to need to see what they wind up doing this off season before you can invest a single red cent on them. But with that said, you just take a look at things and with regards to the NBA, it's a little bit easier than taking a look at a lot of other futures market because I'm going to call it what it is. 
you just don't wind up seeing long shots wind up being able to cash with regards to the NBA futures market. I mean, you can find things with regards to season wins. A yes, no, I'm being able to make the playoff prop or something like that. But if you're looking at dumpster dive on the New York Knicks being able to win the NBA title, just give your money to like a food bank or something like that. Save yourself the donation to the sports book. Some team like the Charlotte Hornets, the New York Knicks, the Indiana Pacers, the Sacramento Kings. Just X them off the list. I mean, I wish I could put it any other way. I wish I could give these teams a little bit of hope. There's just not a lot of hope to be had. I'm someone that I'm a Milwaukee Bucks fan from like 2006 to 2015. I knew that the team would at best be able to win one round in the NBA playoffs. You knew that they just weren't going to be able to win an NBA title. It is what it is for some of these teams. But you look at a lot of these top teams. I mean, I take a look at things and the Clippers, I just feel like should not be this high up on the board. You just don't know if Kawhi Leonard is going to be able to stay healthy, if he's going to be ready to roll night number one. And then past night, you got Paul George, and you don't have a lot else. I just don't know why the Clippers are this high. I just, I'm trying to think of ways that can justify the LA Clippers being on sort of the save wavelength as a Boston Celtics team that they wound up losing in the NBA Finals. Jason Tatum did not wind up looking great, but I mean, that defense is tremendous. You keep around that core in Tatum along with Jalen Brown. I mean, certainly you have a little bit of question mark with regards to the experience because Al Horford was really your main veteran. You obviously need another piece for the Boston Celtics to be able to win the title, but I mean, that's a team that, I mean, them at 6-1, I would prefer a little bit more value, but you could see why they're there. I have no idea why the LA Clippers are this high. I'm just going to call it what it is. And then the Brooklyn Nets at 6-1. Yeah, you've got Kevin Durant. Yeah, you wind up having Kyrie Irving. But here's what we found out this NBA season. You actually need a team. The only real like group of individuals that wanted to coming together, pretty much trying to play three on five that wanted winning titles, that would be the Miami Heat. The LA Lakers, even when LeBron and AD were over there, and they still are over there, but the reason why they were able to win that title is because they wound up having young guys being able to come in. You wound up having a veteran like Danny Green being able to make some contributions for them. And the reason why the Brooklyn Nets and the LA Lakers wanted completely flailing the way that they did this last season is that they were pretty much trying to play three on five. They weren't cohesive teams. They were just a few individuals trying to go out there, score 30, and just try to dominate the game all by themselves. And that just does not work in this day and age of the NBA. Teams that they actually value their second round picks and they actually do the time to research and they wind up making good selections, they are the teams that they wind up getting rewarded. And you take a look at things. If I'm looking at a team that we're going to call it outside of 10 to 1 because I do feel like the top six are pretty much there. You make arguments for these teams. There's not necessarily a whole ton of value when it comes to the Milwaukee Bucks at something like an 8 to 1. The Phoenix Suns at 9 to 1. I think that that's pretty appropriately priced. But if you're looking a little bit further down the board, a team that I could wind up seeing booming a little bit, I'm taking a look at the Chicago Bulls at 55 to 1, and I don't necessarily think that that's the world's worst value. At BetMGM, I'm not even seeing them with regards to being even anything above like 66 to 1. I mean, this is a Bulls team that you wound up having DeMar DeRozan do a really good job keeping himself in the MVP hunt. Keep in mind, Lonzo Ball, he was someone that was out for the second half of the season. They weren't able to bring him back whatsoever. You also did wind up having their star in Pat Williams, a guy that they invested a top five pick in. He was missing throughout much of the season as well. 
I think that you're able to make a case that if you're looking for a little bit of a long shot at 55 to 1, you've got yourself a little bit of value there. With that said, I would say stick to more of the top teams because in the NBA, we really don't see a lot of Cinderella stories. And then just with regards to the tidbit that we wound up seeing in college basketball on Saturday, Pete Nance, he's someone that was playing at Northwestern last season. If you've not heard of him, it's because he played at Northwestern and Mr. Collins, who is currently running Northwestern, is not necessarily doing the world's greatest job of being able to coach up that team. Well, he wound up averaging 14.5 points, 6.5 boards, 2.7 assists, shot 45.2% from three-point range as a six foot ten combo player. He is coming in. He is pretty much a replacement for Brady Manick. Everyone else for North Carolina from last season that wound up playing meaningful minutes. Kerwin Walton's out of full, but he wound up averaging only about three points per game for them. Pretty much everyone else, they are back in the fold for this team. So if you're taking a look at odds to be able to win the national title right now, that puts North Carolina in the same wavelength as Houston and Gonzaga. They're both Houston and Gonzaga 10 to 1. Now you're finding North Carolina at 11 to 1. They did wind up getting steamed up in a lot of books with this beat Nance news. My best advice to you when it comes to betting college basketball futures is don't feel like you need to fire in on anything right now because a lot of what we wound up seeing in the NCAA tournament it is very matchup dependent, and, and you were able to get Kansas in a lot of spots towards the beginning part of the NCAA tournament. Who wound up winning it at 10 to 1? You were able to know their draw. And when it comes to a lot of these numbers, aside from if Gonzaga winds up going scorched earth and they wind up going like undefeated out of conference or anything like that, you're going to be able to find these numbers during the season. You're probably going to be able to find a little bit of a better number during the season as well. So I would say that with regards to betting college basketball futures, the only ones that I would really consider right now is if you're looking at a little bit more of a long shot. If you think that a team like a Florida that they now bring in Todd Golden, they've done a good job in the transfer portal, they could be able to boom. 60 to 1, you wind up having yourself a little bit of value. I would say anything that is 20 to 1, or I guess you could call it shorter, you really don't have a whole heck of a lot there. But with that said, North Carolina, big move, being able to bring in Pete Nance. I've got them currently as my number one team in all of college basketball as a result of that. So that's what we wound up seeing in the realm of college basketball over the last few days. Coming up next, let's take a look at a few Major League Baseball games for Sunday right here on VEASAN Esports Bank Network. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The MLB season is in full swing, and you can play ball with the Peacock MLB Sunday Leadoff Challenge. Just draft your players and compete for free. For up to $10,000 in total cash prizes, head on over to DraftKings.com Peacock. For more information, don't just watch your shows. Peacock them. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for details. As it is a Greg Peterson experience with myself, Greg Oops Peterson. And in this segment, we're going to be talking about that game that is going to be featured on Peacock in this segment. First things first, want to pass along a little bit of a note for anyone that's wondering why Mookie Betts is not in the fold for the LA Dodgers. Looks like he's got a rib injury that is going to be landing him on the injured list. So... That's not necessarily too terrific if you are a fan of the L.A. Dodgers. In my opinion, prior to him suffering that injury, he was one of the front runners for National League MVP. I think that when he winds up coming off of it, he probably still will be as well, but certainly something to take note of as well. And if you're taking a look at what we've all got in Major League Baseball right now in general, a lot of games that are somewhat of blowouts. You've got one close one between the Padres and the Colorado Rockies. This game is 4-4, four to four. and if you're looking at the San Diego Padres, 
They are right now providing a little bit of a threat. They're currently minus 125 on the money line. You're looking at a run line. Laying a run and a half, you get plus 115. Certainly, in my opinion, I think that you got more value with regards to a money line right now. This game is in the eighth inning. And live total is at 11 and a half. So we shall see what happens there. The Minnesota Twins, they're looking to try to be able to get the over all by themselves. Right now, they are just completely pummeling the Arizona Diamondbacks. This is a game that is presently 9 to nothing. And the live total is currently at a 14 and a half. So not going well for our good friends of Snakes as Luke Weaver wound up just getting himself into a bind that he could not wind up weaving his way out of. And then for the LA Angels, currently up by a count of 1-0 to zero against the Seattle Mariners. Seattle Mariners wound up utilizing an opener in this game. And Penn Murphy, something that you don't wind up seeing very often with regards to a team not named the Tampa Bay Rays. But that said, thus far, it's been a case in which the Seattle Mariners have been able to get men on base. They have not been able to do a great job of being able to drive them in as Currently, it is the bottom of the fourth inning with the Seattle Mariners looking to be able to bust through. And Tommy Malone, yes, Tommy Malone, right now seeing innings for the Seattle Mariners. That's quite hilarious right there. But with that said, we do have some games that are going to be coming up for Sunday that probably are not going to be involving Mr. Tommy Malone as we wind up going with that DK Peacock game as we've got 901-902. It is the Washington Nationals. They're going to be playing us to the Philadelphia Phillies. Zach Eflin is going to be going for the Philadelphia Phillies. And Jackson Tetrielt is going to be going for the Nationals. And the Nationals are finding themselves anywhere team plus 140 and plus 160 underdogs. And for the Phillies, right now your best price is at DraftKings. Anywhere between a minus 165 to a minus 179. And half is total. Shaded a little bit to the over. And it's hard to have a lot of faith here in Mr. Tetrielt. He wound up making his first career start against the Atlanta Braves. And right now he's got a career 1575 era after that start it is not a guy that i would necessarily want to invest anything in unless if you're getting much more of a plus price than this i personally want to make in the phillies closer to a minus 180 favorite on the money line and i personally want to take a run line here when it comes to the philadelphia phillies right now if you're looking to lay a run and half with them in a lot of places you're going to be finding it right around a minus 110 seeing a couple straight minus 115s and up to a minus 115, I'd feel comfortable with it. Once you wind up getting to a minus 120, then you might be starting to get to a little bit of a point of no return just because Zach Eflin with his home and road splits, well, they're pretty big for Mr. Eflin as he has a ERA that is sub two at home. On the road, it is north of seven. So certainly some big giant splits there. And with regards to Zach Eflin, what he does a good job of is not walking a lot of guys. A little bit over two walks per nine any. So he's been able to do a good job of being able to hold it down there, but... I mean, just when you take a look at what you're able to get out of this Washington Nationals team, the bullpen is absolutely terrible, and it is spent because they wound up having a double dip on Friday. Now, good news is both Josiah Gray and Aaron Nola were able to end some relatively solid starts to be able to save their bullpens on Saturday. But, I mean, with Tetrielt, he's giving up right now at the big league level, 20.3 hits per nine innings. And you take a look at his minor league numbers. He was giving up three and a half walks per nine innings, one and a half homers per nine, Eight strikeouts per nine innings. He wound up having a north of four ERA in a league, which is not necessarily a juice ball league out there at the AAA level. And the Washington Nationals are just at the point where they had to send him up to the big leagues. And that is the state of the Washington Nationals right now. It is a very, very sad state of affairs. And well, right now, if you want to take it, the San Diego Padres, it's a sad state of affairs for you as well as Ryan McMahon. Home run is, I don't know how many of the season, but he winds up putting up the Colorado Rockies by a count of five to four. So... 
If you're looking live there, you're now going to be finding the San Diego Padres as an underdog if you think that they're going to be able to come back. But getting back to Phillies versus Washington Nationals, it's a Phillies bunch that ever since they wound up getting their manager, Joe Girardi, they've lost two games in like two and a half weeks. I'm going to have Ryan Rossi, and he does a great job here at the network with the Philadelphia CityCast. We have got actually quite a few CityCasts here at VSIN. You've got one for like Philadelphia, Denver, Colorado is holding Kushner's. He does a great job there. Daniel Alvari runs one for Los Angeles. List goes on and on. We've got a lot of great people doing amazing work, taking a look at sports betting from a little bit more of a local scene. And Ryan does his for Philadelphia. We're going to have a chat on my baseball betting show called The Baseball Betting Show. Very easy to be able to find that one for Sunday. And we were just talking about what wound up going right for the Philadelphia Phillies. And it says they wound up getting Joe Girardi in. The answer is simple. Everything. They've been dealing with Bryce Harper being out of the fold the last few days. He's been a little bit banged up. He did wind up having a little bit of an injection when he wound up having the injury to really his throwing hand, which has placed him into more of a DH spot. But whenever he's been out there, he's been able to slug out 15-plus home runs. He's been able to hit north of a 300 for the team. Kyle Schwarber has been able to do some amazing work when it comes to this bunch as well. I believe that he's up to 18 home runs thus far this season. And the guys like... Nick Cassianos, Alec Bohm, hitting about a 250. They've just been a little bit more consistent recently. And then you did take a look at the flip side for this Washington national team. And getting on base has not necessarily been the problem for this team. Nelson Cruz is not hitting bombs the way that he has in past years, but he's hitting right around 250, more like a 300 over the last 30 days for this team. Yadiel Hernandez, Cesar Hernandez, Mikel Franco, you're able to throw in there. Kiba Ruiz, all these guys hitting right around about a 260 to a 270. They've been solid. Juan Soto has really been a little bit of an issue for this team. He's sitting right around a 220. He has been able to provide 13 home runs, gets on base, but he has not been the MVP candidate that we're thinking that he was going to be coming into the season. And when you're able to pair that up with a just ghastly bad bullpen, and it's not a good combination. I do like this total over because you do have a Philadelphia Phillies team that shock, shock, surprise, surprise. Their main weak point is the bullpen. Now, Connor Brogdon has been able to give you some good innings. I like the way that Brad Hand has been able to emerge for this team thus far this season. But they certainly do have some lots of trustworthy guys out there like a Nick Nelson and company and Zach Heflin. Certainly has not been great when he's been on the road. But I have a lot more faith in the Phillies being able to win by multiple runs because he's going up against a guy in Tetriol that... Quite frankly, should not be at the big league level right now. So I'm looking at an over in this spot at a nine and a half. And when it comes to Philadelphia Phillies, we're looking to lay that minus 110 laying a run and have to be able to reduce the juice. And when it comes to a team that has owned another team, that'd be the Milwaukee Brewers. They're going to be hitting the road. They're going to be facing off against the Cincinnati Reds. So I guess you could say in the words of Bill Belichick, we are on to Cincinnati and they're on to Mike Miner, hoping to not be a major disappointment for the team. And Adrian Hauser is going to be on the bone for the Milwaukee Brewers. Will Adrian Hauser look more like Adrian Hauser or Doogie Hauser? That is the question as the Brewers are finding themselves anywhere between minus 135 to a minus 140. And if you're taking a look at the plus price here with the Reds, it's anywhere between plus 115 and plus 125. And Mike Miner was not good last year. He was on the injured list to begin the season. He's not good this season. He has an eight ERA. He has given up the deep ball now. He's given up right around two and a half home runs per nine innings. We're going to see a little bit of regression there. I mean, he's went a little bit over 14 innings. He's given up six bombs. There's no place for his home runs per nine rate to go but down. And for Adrian Hauser, it's been a little bit tough for him. Four plus runs given up in three out of his last four games. But this is a Milwaukee Brewers offense that they can't get going against anyone other than the Cincinnati Reds. These two teams have played eight games this season. They're averaging darn near eight runs per game against the Cincinnati Reds. And I mean, for the Reds, 
They just don't back up Mike Miner with anything whatsoever. Out of 30 teams in terms of bullpen ERA, congratulations on being ranked 30th. Now, the Brewers, you do want to note that currently they're without Josh Hader. He's on paternity leave, so he is going to be unavailable in this game. But you still have Brad Boxberger. You still have, you still have Devin Williams as well. And a team that's all of a sudden starting to match as you've got Willie Adamas throwing their Hunter Renfro and Rowdy Tellus all being able to give you a double-digit amount of home runs thus far this season. They've been having a little bit of a tough time being able to get on base. And for the Reds, to their credit, this is a team that in 23 out of their last 26 home games, they have been able to score at least four runs. The offense has been consistent. Brandon Drury, 14 home runs. He's sitting a little bit over at 250. Joey Votto, ever since coming off the COVID I.O., he's been able to give you right around a 400 on base as well. But it's really hard to trust in a guy, Mike Miner, that... I think that when it's all said and done, he's going to end the year with probably north of a 6 ERA. He's backed up by no bullpen whatsoever. And for Adrian Alistair, a little bit more of a pitcher contact guy. So the Great American Ballpark, not necessarily his forte, but he is backed up by guys like Kobe Milner and company. They're able to hold down the fort even if he does wind up having a little bit more of a rough start. So this is a situation which I am willing to lay with Brewers. I'm willing to lay up to a minus 142 with them. Also set my total at a 9.7. So at the 9.5, taking a look at an over as well. And coming up next, we're going to be taking a look at some Formula One as Mikhail Miranda is going to be joining me. We've got a race that is going to be going down on Sunday. Should be hotly contested. And he's going to tell us what drivers to take a look at next right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so, I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And great to be joined by our guest as Kyle Miranda is our in house Formula One analyst. He does a terrific job taking a look at all things on his podcast, the Racing Lions Podcast. You're able to find that on the Gone Racing feed or Visa.com slash podcast. That's a very easy way to be able to find it. And Mikhail has done an absolutely terrific job the last few times he's come on this show, taking a look at the Formula One circuit. And great to have you aboard again, my friend. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here talking about this Grand Prix because we just had some craziness happen. Absolute craziness go on this weekend. And I think that this is indicated with regards to the Lions as well because you were telling me that Max Verstappen, when you wanted to take it a look, it was at minus 130 when you wanted firing away on him. Right mm-hmm. now at DraftKings, I'm seeing him at 
minus 280. I don't care what the race is. I have never seen a race <laughs> in which a guy has been a minus 280 favorite. Just take me through what has led to this because this just almost looks like a misprint as I take a look at my screen. So it is actually not a misprint. Um, I missed uh, watching qualifying this afternoon. I was sort of busy getting stuff ready and everything. Uh, so I rewatched it and I was watching his pace. There was a moment in time where he was over a second faster than the person in second place. Now, to, for people to understand what that means is you win pole by like a tenth or two tenths, and that's considered to be a big margin. He did it with one second. I'm not just one. He had 1.231 seconds at one point, and he managed to take pole with over half a second. That is a lot of pace in that car especially for one lap pace. And it wasn't just one lap. They were actually going over and over again. And for qualifying, it was raining. So they were on wet tires, uh, on the intermediate tires, which is a bit faster than the full-on wet tires. And he managed to to over half a second worth of pace in that Red Bull, which means that's telling me something. On the straights is where Red Bull really prosper. And Canada, the Geoville circuit, has... A long straight and rebel are absolutely dominating in the first and third sector and for some reason the rebels actually with the downforce backs that they have bought it's taking the corners really well so we actually seeing max verstappen take good pace in the middle sector and in the final sector of this actual track yep and what you're telling me is that this is sort of a horses for courses sort of thing to be able to utilize a little bit of a golf term and that Red Bull just absolutely dominates, and Sergio Perez is currently finding himself at 25 to 1, but that's indicated by the top six market as well because these two guys are on the same team. Both of these guys are on for Red Bull and for Sappen to be able to finish in the top six. Minus 700, so that's very big, but Perez, even though he's number four to be the outright winner, he's finding himself number two with regards to top six. He's at minus 500. Meanwhile, Carlos Sands, he is the number two guy with regards to odds to be able to win outright at plus 390, but he's only minus 175 to be able to make the top six. And pretty much what you're saying to me is it feels like Red Bull just winds up having a far superior car with regards to this course itself. For for this track, yes, they have a car that sort of no one's been able to match their pace. When you think someone's going to do it, Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez are like, yep, nope, not going to happen. It's This has been an absolutely Red Bull dominant weekend so far. And I do foresee that it's going to be a Red Bull dominant track tomorrow uh, at 11 a.m. PST for everyone here in Vegas on the west side. And with that, would it maybe lead to a little bit of value being on Sergio Perez over there at 25 to 1? Because we're seeing him right now, number four with regards to the odds market, obviously, for Sappen as the main guy when it comes to Red Bull. I think that that's fair to say. But I mean, if you're looking for a little bit of a long shot, would that be maybe worth a little bit of a play? So uh, normally I would say yes, because those numbers normally come in when uh, Sergio Perez is sort of in the top five in qualifying. But for this qualifying, he actually crashed out, and Sergio Perez is starting 13th on the grid. Ew. Hence why that 25 to 1 is sort of, it is a long shot, but I don't see any value in it because he has to overtake close to, well, he has to overtake 12 cars because he will be in position 1. And Max Verstappen has a lot of pace 
and Fernando Alonso, who in this Alpine is absolutely taking me away, blow me away by what it can do. It's like, oh, we're a mini Red Bull. And we do know that Red Bull have a sister team in Formula 1, which is the Alpha Tauri. They were nowhere close with the pace that Alpine has demonstrated this entire weekend. So that took me off as well. But going back to you, taking Sergio Perez at 25 to 1, I just don't see it being a really good price seeing where he's starting tomorrow in the afternoon. Yep, and if you're right now looking at a double podium finish for Red Bull, that's at plus 200, which I do think is interesting. Ferrari, that's at plus 350, and then down the board. I mean, you've been talking about a Mercedes has been having a little bit of a tough year. They're currently finding themselves at 14 to 1. Alpine, who you just mentioned, they're at 35 to 1. Do you ever wind up taking a look at some team props in general? And do you think that there might be a little bit of value in Red Bull because of what you just mentioned at plus 200 for a double podium finish? So I would I would say to me at least that plus 200 is being way too optimistic. It's uh, seeing where Sergio Perez started. Yes, I know they have pace, but it's 13 cars. or Well, for a double podium finish, he has to overtake at least a minimum of 10 cars. That is a lot, especially with weather that is unpredictable. Yes, it's said to be a dry track tomorrow, but you never know. It could rain and throw everything out. And uh, from what I saw today is that the cars were not really performing uh, because they weren't getting heat in, in the tires. So they were locking up a lot. And Sergio Perez actually crashed out in qualifying today. Uh, I did see him going into Q3 and starting somewhere in the top three. But he crashed out and he's behind a lot of cars. More importantly, he's behind the Alpine and he's behind the Mercedes. They can actually stop him from getting into the top three. So I don't see a double podium for them. Uh, For Ferrari, double podium. Charles is starting at the back of the grid because he had to take a new internal combustion engine, a new turbo, a new MGU H and K, and a new control electronics because he has been suffering uh, with reliability this season like i don't know what's going on with ferrari but they have sort of thrown in the towel right now it seems to me because i'm starting to fade ferrari right now given all the issues that are going on in the past four races so a double podium for them at plus one again being way too optimistic now one thing that i would say for if you're looking at double podium uh maybe look for a double top 10 finish with Haas. i don't know what those odds are let me see going on DraftKings for a double... Plus 225. That's a good value because Mick Schumacher and Kevin Magnussen are already in the top 10. Uh, I believe they're fifth and sixth starting tomorrow on the grid. And so, yeah, fifth and sixth. Kevin Magnussen in fifth, Mick Schumacher in sixth. So plus 210 for that? Absolutely. Lay some money on that if you can find that bet anywhere. L- look at the markets that are out there and take that bet because... That just shows to me that Haas have the car finally to put themselves in the top 10. And I do really think that they can do this. And something that you want to pitting on that I want you to maybe expand upon a little bit more is the conditions itself. Because I talk about this a lot when it comes to Major League Baseball. When you do wind up seeing some inclement weather, wind blowing in, wind blowing out. That just plays such a big effect with regards to totals. When it comes to the race itself, if there is a little bit of slickness with regards to the track, if there does wind up being a little bit of rain that winds coming in, how will that wind up affecting things in your opinion? Uh, it could throw everything out. So 
we are back to Canada after two years uh, because of COVID. It shut down the tracks and no one has been there. And now we have these new cars with new regulations. So it's a little bit different compared to what we're normally used to seeing in Canada. So the rain can actually change everything. You can see cars who are not in the top 10 finish in the top five. You can just see something out of this bag. It's like, it'd be like, oh yeah, rain. And tire strategy is really important, especially when the rain comes. It will, the track will dry. You will have a dry land somewhere close to the end of the race. And there's a window where when you go from wet to slicks or wet to dry tires, as it's known, that uh, it can either speed, speed you up or it can slow you down quite a bit. You can actually crash out. And we've seen this happen multiple times when teams and drivers have got the wrong strategy down. And they've either done it too early or too late. All right. So that... I think it's very big as well because that's obviously big with regards to NASCAR as well when you wind up pitting when you don't wind up pitting as well so it's going to be really interesting to see what we wind up getting with regards to Canada Canada Grand Prix and we've got ourselves a big giant favorite and Mikhail glad that you were able to lay out to me as to why thank you so much for joining me today awesome thank you so much and if you're taking a look live right now We've got a couple baseball games that are going to be that are going down to the wire. It looks like the Colorado Rockies were able to close out. They wind up being able to get the job done over the San Diego Padres. And right now, Twins are up 9-1. to one. Coming up here in the final hour of the Greg Peterson experience, going to be taking a look at some Major League Baseball games for Sunday right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.